0: Interesting. It's I'm
1: a bit, I'm getting soft. <laughs> a
0: bit soft. I kind of liked but, it. Yeah. Well, it's fun. You it was, would. You yeah, would. Well true. done. Um, hello and welcome to the <laughs> Cars God Podcast, where we tear down, pressure test, and rebuild the issues of the automotive week. I'm James, and this week I'm joined once again by our esteemed editor Mal. G'day. And a key member of our editorial team, on loan from our Junior Burger team subsidiary at the Oversteer Podcast. Mr. Pritchard. Hi. <laughs> this week, we look at the wildest things to come out of SEMA in 2017. We we talked about SEMA last week. The background, well, it's happened. And once again, uh, they've come up, come up trumps uh, with uh, what they've had on the show floor there. We're then going to talk about the LA Motor Show, Staying in the States. It's coming up. What can we expect from that? It's a bit of a big deal this year. Um, Speaking of coming up trumps, we then move on to the beast, which is the presidential limousine. It's reaching the end of its lifespan and its replacement has been spotted testing. We'll talk about uh, that a little bit. And then we'll talk about uh, a more obscure offering, the Alpine Alpine A110 is confirmed for Australia. Should we be excited? Uh, It's actually, there's a backstory there that's worth investigating We'll also pull apart anything else that bubs up along the way. Um, and, look, we do want you to be part of the conversation. We'll cover as much of your feedback as possible. Uh, check us out, uh, Cars Guide, on Facebook and Instagram and use the hashtag at CG Podcast. Oh, no, the hashtag CG Podcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. So, first of all, Mal, we've got our man Ian Kelly on the ground at SEMA. You've been in touch with him um, here and there. What's what's his story?
2: Yes, luckiest bloke on the oversteer team this week. <laughs> uh, yes, so Ian went to Seema uh, again for the third year running and uh, he was our man on the ground. And if you have a look on the site, he's done three stories for us and Seema has not failed to deliver yet again. Yeah. It is yeah. the place to be in the world of modified cars and it, it's just the ultimate you know finger on the pulse for what uh, emerging trends are coming and what is now.
0: Well, one I, one I noticed was the Jeep Wrangler, that had uh, two 3.8 V6s joined together and then supercharged, which seemed like a great idea. <laughs> I didn't uh, see that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not? Seems sensible. What do you think, Mr. Pritchard?
1: Yeah, look, I I don't know much about engine figures. I feel like it may be overkill, but I don't know. Is it? I'm not
0: an expert. <laughs> well, I don't mate, know. Look, okay, I, how about this? There were some V8 engines... Encrusted with crystals, tiny little sparkly crystals, which is a very blingy look in the engine bay. Maybe it also sounds
1: incredibly safe
0: yeah, in the yeah, event it of it does, an accident. It does.
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you're not suggesting that it uh, was four cylinders short, James. No, well, your, oh, uh,
0: look, th- there's that as well. But Ian, I think, called out one of his favourites was the original Bigfoot, generally regarded as the first... Mm. Yep. Monster truck. Yep. It even had still had the engine in the front like a
2: conventional truck.
0: Now these days we're talking space frames with some engine floating in the <laughs> middle of it and it's all a bit
2: weird. I think it's mostly a steel body too. Yeah. And looks like you could almost drive it down the street, but talk <laughs> about icons. Yeah, it's Where still now? got its fan base and they oh. were swarming around it there um, at
0: SEMA. That's pretty special. I'd uh, love to see it. Yeah. What, with the Look, in more closer to the mainstream... Uh, there was this most beautiful car called the Gunther Works four hundred R, which was this person's vision of what might have been a nine nine three series Porsche as a gt T three. Talk about mouth wateringly beautiful. That's that white? That co- no, red. A oh, luscious right. red colour. Okay. Absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely superb.
2: Um, My attention was grabbed by the Tucker recreation. Did you see yes, that? Yes.
0: Now what drivetrain was in that thing?
2: I think it was a I think it was a V eight. Oh, Anyway, I th- no, I think it was a twin turbo V eight. Whereas the, the originals had a helicopter engine. They did uh, air cooled. Really? I think something? it was an air cooled yeah. helicopter engine. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Air yeah. Re- um, engine.
0: The 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 corporate kind of involvement at SEMA became clear when you had once again Hot Wheels was there and they had a trio of Hot Wheels Camaros mm-hmm. to celebrate fifty years of that little toy being around and they <laughs> came up with you know specially modified ones which I reckon is just great. Um, what else did we have? There were um, yeah, that's right. A 600-horsepower Toyota CHR. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, we, to, just to make sure, <laughs> listeners, that we always have the hyphen in the right, right place, we do refer to the CHR as Chad from HR. Okay? <laughs> so there was a 600-horsepower
2: Chad um, in Las Vegas at SEMA. Unbelievable. What about the Prius with the, the tweaked Hellcat engine? Yeah, fantastic. You know, <laughs> keep your your Chad from HR. Give
0: me a Prius with a Hellcat <laughs> yeah, engine. Sorry, Planet. We're going to put, yeah, Hellcat engine in our Prius. Yeah, it's in, kind of uh, adding that green. whole
1: insult to injury thing, isn't it? All right. So, look, stay tuned for that.
0: Have a look at uh, the stuff that Ian's posted. He was our man on the ground. There That's was terrific. so
2: much there. We just don't have time to talk about Yeah. It was awesome.
0: Now... <laughs> Like we say, moving slightly further west in the US, uh, LA is going to become the focus of the automotive world's attention pretty shortly. Mal, you're going to fly off and um, you're going to be a guest of FCA, um, Fiat Chrysler. And uh, what can we we expect of it? What do you
2: think is the big news? So I'll be covering Mazda and uh, FCA, specifically Jeep with FCA. Yep. Uh, Jeep's big news is the Wrangler, and uh, we're all hoping that uh, you know, we'd get to see the reveal, but uh, sadly, right. images have leaked, and now we've seen interior images today, etc. So we all know what the new Wrangler looks like. Does it have two V6s uh, supercharged? <laughs> we well, yet to see under the bottom. Okay, fine but I don't right. expect well, so. So it could? It might. It could, but uh, I'll be digging deep when I nice. get there. <laughs> cool. So we I'm looking forward to, to talking to the guys and girls behind the development of it and finding out all the nitty-gritty. Um, yep. I'm sure there's so much to tell about the the Wrangler it's such a such an important car for the brand uh, and it looks so similar to the one before but pretty sure there's a lot more going under the skin yeah and uh, dying to hear the backstory
0: so cars in LA mr Pritchard have mm. you have you got any kind of um, stories to tell when you've been there special vehicles in your life
2: um ooh, I've got lots of stories from Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a story about the Oscar my mobile or something yeah.
1: No, but um, no, I, n- I never, saw, I never saw the wing. You'll have to girl, go back. Will,
2: yeah, with the oh, any excuse to go back. But. Your, your most
0: uh, recent theatrical educational tour of yes. the U.S. was that yes. in L.A.? It was. yeah. It was. So, mm-hmm. what were you getting around in there? Just two, your two legs, a bike, a car? How were
1: you getting around? There was a lot of walking. A lot um, of walking. Yeah, Fair enough. Well, <laughs> that's good training as an actor. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you can't afford um, anything. <laughs> well, the the other
0: ones we've heard wind of is that uh, Merck's going to kind of rip the covers off a new CLS, uh, which Mm -hmm. sounds exciting. Porsche will uh, throw out the GTS version of what's now referred to as that 718 Cayman and Box Twins, and that's always considered the the sweet spot of their range, just a terrific um, balance between outright performance and refinement and and overall sophistication. all of the major brands worth feeding are in there. Audi's going to show something special. BMW will have its X7. Um, Hyundai says it's it's going to reveal Infinity QX80, a new version of that. Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Toyota, Volvo, the list goes on. It just feels like the LA show this
2: year is going to be a big deal. Yeah, I'll be there with uh, spending time with Mazda as well. And I've got most of my limbs crossed, hoping that we might see another rotary concept. Yep. But it's feeling like that may not be the case. Yep. Uh, however, you know, given it's almost 2018, it's probably time to see another one. Given the last time we saw him was 2015, I think. And in the same part GT of the world.
0: Do you, do you think Toyota will show the Supra? Do you think that's what they'll? You know, rumor is that they might, or I'm save, not sure. or save it up New to New York. Or,
2: yeah. Um, don't know. Don't know. It's There's a lot of heritage
0: for Supra in LA. There seems like given a massive that. appetite out there for that super. It's generated a lot of buzz and yeah. people are ready to see it. They've had enough teasing. They want to see the Collaboration with BMW, it should be yeah. a good product. Yeah, yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, I've, I, back to Mazda, I get the feeling that uh, we may see a CX-5, and this is just a rumour, we may see a CX-5 with a more powerful engine. Right. Possibly the CX-9's 2.5-litre turbo. Yep. Um, and given us how much Australia loves the CX-5, mm, Yeah. Um, Still the best-selling SUV in the country. I reckon we'd be up for a more powerful version.
0: Right. So, are you talking about a performance like a sporty CX-5 or just know. with an engine that has know. a little more
2: oomph? We'd all love to see an MPS, of course. Like, we'd like to see an MPS anything. But uh, it may just be a, a warmer version. Uh, You'd love to see an MPS, wouldn't you, Mr. Pritchard?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Depending I, on what it stood for? I'm I'm also going to not go with what my... Uh, initial question was going to be and say rotary that's the brap one right that is the brap one okay good <laughs> i'm learning well mps is multiple personality syndrome
0: so oh, okay you've probably dabbled in that with your your acting expertise oh, having to take sure. on multiple personas <laughs> at the same time <laughs> that's another conversation that's another conversation maybe all right so plenty of
2: plenty of exciting stuff potentially from mazda yeah so you know la has long been considered one of the minor yeah. Uh, shows on the calendar, but uh, yeah. that list we've just uh, read out to you is sounding pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, let's leave that one
0: there. That's terrific. Something to look forward to and we'll get the debrief from you, Mal, when you're back on the ground. That'll be fantastic to hear. Um, we should then move on to this mythical beast known as the beast. Uh, <laughs> this is... Donald Trump's, at the moment, uh, presidential limo, this, this whole notion of the beast actually kicked off with Barack Obama in 2008, a new limousine, uh, ostensibly a Cadillac. That's how it looks from the outside. But the inside story is somewhat different. Now, it's been in service, and I think there are multiples of it, uh, it's been in service for, well, close to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the time has come to replace it, and we've seen spy photographs some reason camouflaging the next beast, it's being referred to as Beast 2.0, <laughs> and uh, it, it's very, very close. So, the Trumpster will be carried around in something a bit special. W- what we, we do know a, th- a few things about the car it's going to replace, while we're not really clear on the, the technicalities of this new
2: one, um, the one that he's currently riding around in is something else. Something I um, find interesting though is. Uh, we're expecting Beast 2.0 to arrive with uh, Trump's inauguration, and you know, we're are we nearly 12 months into sure. his, mm. his uh, term now. It kind of sounds like they need to. They decided they need to beef it up for Trump. Yeah, it's, it feels
0: why. like 12 years, but I think it is. It's <laughs> probably closer to 12 months. Yeah,
2: so for the last 12 months, he's been running around in Obama's second-hand. Yeah, Cadillac, right. You know, I wonder what Barack left in there. You know. See, like, is there coins behind the seat or something?
0: You know, whenever you pick up a new card, you <laughs> think probably be some change? Shiny coins. Shiny coins, probably, yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Maybe some inauguration coins. Um, a whole bunch of the, lost
1: pens, that yeah, kind of thing. I, yeah. thought,
0: I would have thought so. Some wrappers. Because yeah. your kids would get in there and just leave their kind of chocolate bar wrappers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Trump wouldn't be impressed, it, you know. Yeah, this is the messiest. This is the messiest limo <laughs> in the whole world. Uh, I, <laughs> I swear can't to believe go, how messy this is. Thing around. This is a new low in messiness. Um, <laughs> sad. <it's laughs> anyway, yeah, just sad. The beast He's is probably tweeting about it right now. Yeah. Oh um, but what we know about the current beast is that while it looks like a limo, its underpin uh, underpinnings are that of a truck. Yeah. Um, it's mm. actually built around a Chevy Kodiak truck, so it has a big diesel engine. Isn't it um,
2: a top kick? It GMC could, top kick.
0: Now you're obviously your contacts in the FBI, CIA, oh, you know, secret community uh, are obviously <laughs> better than mine. But look, put it this way: it's not a Cadillac. It's basically a snowplow it's, truck. It's very, very heavy duty with underneath the, the skin, limo body, and wow. um, it's part of the classified motor pool. Um, so what else resides huh. in there uh, boggles the mind, and it's driven by surprisingly uh, secret service drivers. And look, some of the plating on this thing, the steel plating, armour plating, is 20 centimetres thick. The glass, the laminated glass, multiple layers of plexiglass, bulletproof stuff, that's 10 centimetres thick. The Mm. tyres are reinforced with Kevlar, so it's harder to um, shoot them out. Mm. The uh, interior can be sealed and there's an oxygen supply, so it's safe from chemical attack. There's a bag of Trumpy's blood in the boots so that it could be transfused on the spot if something goes awry. The, the thing is like a self It It's seat seven, so presumably he and his significant other and maybe one or two of his um, kids uh, are in there, plus a medic or other mm. Secret Service people. It's this rolling hospital-slash-tank-slash-whatever
2: on wheels. Mm. Back to that 20 centimetre-thick armour plating... Have you ever lifted up your barbecue hot plate and it's only about maybe five
0: mil thick? No, I always use the sacrificial sausage for the beginning of the barbecue. I don't need to clean that plate
1: at all. It it takes all the all the heat. Once it's done its okay. job, just get rid of it and get on with it. I'm just trying to picture a thirty <laughs> centimeter ruler. Yeah, and oh, exactly. Chopping ten centimeters off exactly, that—that's exactly. an insane amount of. You'd you'd paying. have to presume that is around the
2: floor mm. um, to to protect it from some kind of and the doors. eruption underneath. If you open the doors, it's you know, the doors are almost as you know, half the length of your arm. Sure. In and within th- thickness.
0: Oh look, and Mal's guns, you know, if he's if he's using <laughs> his own arms as a measure on that one, this guy, he's buff. So just bear in mind that's not normal people arms, that's Mal's arms.
2: Maybe the next one will have J C guns. <laughs> Well, it has,
0: Mister Pritchard. Well, didn't Pritchard, you discover it has? <laughs> it does have on, some uh, some armory on board. Uh, it
1: does, yeah. So I'm I'm looking at a, a diagram of it um, with all the you know they've labelled everything. But I noticed that um, uh, they've labelled the um, pump action shotguns and tear gas cannons as defence accessories, <laughs>
2: which <laughs> which is Wh- the whatiest of American doublespeak. Wh- <laughs> isn't it? That's fantastic. So what cheapskate would go without the. What th- the guns? Rather than opting for the accessories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're
0: ordering up the extra, beast, maybe yeah. look.
2: Maybe, maybe General Motors
0: does make beasts for other people. We just don't know about it. It's got a different body on it. Hmm. Yeah, but salt the brunoise. What what I was do? Was that
1: at SEMA? I just I ah maybe it was uh, there.
0: But did we miss it? Apparently, what happens is when this one is retired. Unlike previous lim- uh, presidential limos, and I know. Sadly, the one where JFK was assassinated is on display. in. I've in, seen it. You've seen it? Henry um, Ford Museum. And others are, are on display. Detroit. These won't have such a happy uh, post-service life. They are actually, people do their best to defeat them. So your <laughs> rocket-propelled gran- grenades, your chemical attack, your whatever, they'll try and blow this car up and see if they can defeat it so that it will inform maybe an upgrade mm-hmm. of the new beast or the construction
2: of Beast 3.0. So this mm. sort of thing would surely cost too much to sacrifice in its development, so this is the ideal opportunity to put yeah. it to, a te- to the well, test. Well, it could be
0: mm. nice to display it post that, like when they've had a red-hot mm. go at it and then put it in the, in the museum. I'd go, mm. I'd pay money to see that. Mm. Maybe they could do that with Trump in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd pay money to see that too.
2: Exhibit number one for the future Trump Library.
0: Those comments are my own, by the way. Yes, uh, of the that is not on behalf of the organisation that we work for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so same with, same with my tweets, laughter. Let's keep this program non-political. Sorry about that. I did say that out loud. Anyway. Well, you need to test it. So <laughs> anyway. Smoothing <laughs> right over. So it'll be interesting to see that car. When, once uh, a development vehicle has the camouflage on it and it's out there and photographable, it means it's five minutes away from, from hitting the street for real. So it won't be long. It'll be really interesting to see what it, what it consists of.
2: Yeah, and whether Trump's decided he wants to whack a Rolls Royce grill on it or something. Yeah, because he apparently
0: he picked up a couple of jumbos at at a bargain price. Because I, th- if I'm wrong, but before his inauguration, he was saying I'm going to cancel that order for new um, Air Force Ones because I see that as just an obscene waste of money. But then Boeing got on the fl- uh, on the phone and said, "Look, Donald, we've had an airline drop out in terms of buying these two 747s, because they now make an 800-series 747 primarily for cargo. But, um, he j- and they said, we can offer them to you at a really good rate. And we're done. So two new jumbos as well coming into service as um, Air Force Ones. Wow. Mm. So he's done a good deal there. I don't know what the How thoughtful costed. of him. What yeah, a great bloke. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy <coughs> for the US taxpayers. I'm not so happy for the US voters, um, which are always one and the same thing. Um, well, that's good. Let's leave the beast and and move on. And I thought we could kind of then go uh, to a car that has just been confirmed for Australia in 2018, the name of which is unlikely to mean much to the majority of people, but I know that our learned listeners will probably have their eyebrows raised. The Alpine A110, uh, the latest derivation thereof, has been confirmed for Australia in 2018, and it's it's a bit of a big deal because I think a it's going to be a great car, but it brings a famous name uh, to the Australian market for the first time. Officially, officially, I think, yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: So yeah, you may not have heard of Alpine, but basically, it's it's a lesser successful French Porsche.
0: Yeah, look, it, mm. I, we were talking about it earlier, and and it's it's sort of equivalent. To, uh, Mr Pritchard was struggling with pronunciation for a start Yeah, you I've know. been calling it alpine this alpine. whole time
1: I'm worried I've been sounding like an idiot Yeah, just, I, I mean for other reasons s- as well but You said that We I sound like an yeah, idiot when we say
2: alpine But that's yeah, how they say it you know, <laughs> That's just how wanky you
1: are Oh look, I say a lot of stuff that makes me sound like an idiot I don't know why I'm worried about this one thing <laughs> oh, Beat yourself, but, up, Pritchard yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had a set of skis, uh,
0: skis once And I called them dynamic And then this guy said it's dynamic <laughs> like, what? Oh man what?
1: Oh. Oh. Anyway, so What's to say they were right? Oh, apparently, oh, if you were yeah. skiing in France, it was, but for a second, I thought yeah. you were gonna say you were pronouncing them skies, but <laughs> <laughs> like they're actually pronounced Skies, James. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, god, right. man,
2: they put two eyes in there. <sighs> in Hawaii,
1: <laughs> just call them boys. And the yogurt is that the same thing? Ah, oh, <laughs> come
0: on, yeah, that's English, it's yogurt. In- yeah, of, yeah, anyway, let's not go there. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, that's Alpine's been around for 60 years um, or more. And it's closer probably to an AMG-style thing where Renault realised that this person, Jean Redelet, was making a business out of modifying their product. And rather than fight them, they ultimately just said, well, let's buy it and bought the whole brand and it became their performance and motorsport operation. And they were super successful, um, winning World Rally Championship with the original A110. Um, Spent a lot of time at Le Mans as well. Monte, Monte Carlo Rally, they had uh, a lot to do with sports car racing at Le Mans, you're right. Then they were using Renault powered uh, Formula 3 and Formula 2 cars. And those drivers that won championships, Jean Pierre Jabouille and René Arnoux, became Renault's first Formula 1 turbo drivers in the modern era in the 70s. And, uh, you know, Alpine did a lot to help develop those cars. So,
2: it's a it's a name not known here, but a bit of a big deal. So, I spent a bit of time in France uh, before they launched this car. That was when you were writing your novel? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I've got nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, you know, this is a big deal for Renault, yeah. uh, bringing the Alpine name back. Yeah. And for a long time, we didn't expect it to come to Australia. And then all of a sudden... Yeah. Last week they tell us it is, which is great news. But uh, they are trying really hard to stick to the principles, the original Alpine principles of lightweight, compact dimensions, power to weight ratio, um, yep. and you know this has only got a one point eight liter engine. Yep. Uh, I think it's mainly a carbon fiber uh, body. body. Yep. Mid-engined. Yep. Um, it's a bit like a smaller, lighter Boxster. Yep. Uh, for cheap Boxsterish money, but it's also Pretty fast. They're claiming zero to one hundred and four point five seconds. More the wow. ca- more the Cayman, isn't it? Mel? is it a closed car or yeah? It but it, it's a Cayman shape for right. Boxster money. Yeah, right. Uh, at and offers you know Boxster GTS esque performance. And for it may between hundred and ten. You know
0: the Alpha Four C created a lot of buzz when it arrived because it's a dramatic looking car. It's had mixed reviews in terms of its ride comfort versus yeah. kind of uh, dynamics. Maybe this car. Gets thrown into that little mix and and uh, causes people to think again. Well,
2: this this Alpine is keen to keep this a comfortable car to drive, right? So, hmm. obviously, you know, staying true to its dynamic heritage, but they were always kind of comfortable to drive, right? Um, and it's going to be about hundred k, Mister Pritchard. You ready
0: to pay hundred uh, k for a car called Alpine?
2: Yeah, you know, yeah. Once once, totally. once
1: I once I find that hundred k somewhere, <laughs> um, that's where maybe it's going go. to go. Definitely. In the also consider it. Never mind the hex debt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Straight on a car you've never heard of. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I can live somewhere other than a tiny apartment. So, nah. nah. Anyway,
2: (laughs) overseas reports are painting a very good picture of how it works. Right. It sounds a bit like, you know, Lotus has got another version of the Evora and it's a bit long in the tooth, et cetera, et cetera, but... It seems like straight out of the box they've made something pretty special. So I'm very keen to have a steam. Yeah, yeah. So it, th- they'll
0: probably sell a relative handful.
2: We're not yeah. talking about anything by any means of
0: a volume nature. This is a very niche car, but uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to have a look at it and see how it
2: shapes up. Yeah, if you're not yeah. familiar with it, go and have a Google of uh, Alpine. And our story. Well, yeah, our story. Got I've got plenty of stories section? from when I spent time in France two years, two or three years ago. Okay. Uh, explaining the backstory behind it. Yep. Um it's very interesting and I'm glad they've done it. It's really exciting. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So it'll be fun to have a look at that one.
0: So in in the run home on on this episode of the podcast, uh, let's finish off with a more general subject. Uh seller's remorse. A car that you've sold, and then almost immediately, or maybe down the track, you've wished you hadn't. You know, there there's I'll kick it off. Mm. I, I bought a 1968. Chevrolet Impala, very nice car, four-door, hard top, pillarless, Mm. had a nice 327 in it. And the person I bought it from said, after you've had it for a while, bring it back, I'll tune the car before you. And in that time, I'd done a few things to pretty it up cosmetically, got a few badges in place and cleaned it and whatever. Mm -hmm. And when I took it back to him, he said, that's fantastic, actually. It's looking better than I've ever seen it. It was his wife's car. Hmm. And uh, he said, I'll swap you. I've got a 66 Thunderbird. Um, out the back i'll just do you a straight swap this thing was a 390 big block white with a red interior and i mean everything was red and i'd only had this chevrolet for a while so i spent nah and almost as soon as i said no and drove away i thought i'm an idiot and those huh.
2: this those, is in sydney yep wow. in
0: sydney and the thunderbirds just on a financial footing are now worth lots and lots of money and those impalas not so much. Um, <laughs> They've gone so, up, <laughs> Yeah, yeah they're, they're not, not Thunderbird, Thunderbird money. But they're not Thunderbird money. So uh, there, was, there was
2: remorse there for sure. Wow. What about you, Mel? Well, nothing that swish, but um, <laughs> I'm really bad at selling cars in that I've kept most of the cars I've ever bought.
0: You forget to advertise them? Or, you know, Because no, Cars just, Guide, just, we, we do that. I
1: know, <laughs> and it's
2: free actually <laughs> to list a car. <laughs> hey. I, just, I just don't want to. Right. Call me a hoarder. But anyway, one of the few cars I have sold was a WB Statesman. And it, I sold it because it was starting to cost me a bit of money, and I got sick of fixing little rattles and stuff like that. But yeah, oh, wouldn't mind still having it. Yeah, it right. brilliant on gas. It handled well. Yes, uh, not many people are a big fan of the looks of the WB Statesman. but I'm a big fan. Wow.
0: Yes. And uh, Mr. Pritchard, car purchases and sales. What, what's the one that you might regret?
1: So well, it's 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 funny because it's uh, for me, it's not so much something where it's you know, oh, like this was an amazing thing that i've gotten rid of or missed or something but it's it's interesting like you're saying mel like what you get attached to emotionally um so just recently uh the car that my brother and i both learned to drive on um a 1996 laser um called lucy um, um uh my i i hadn't really been driving it for a while um my brother had had it and he um uh, got an Astra, and then was selling the laser, and so ah. he sold it to a friend of his. Um, and it, when he was telling me about it, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna sell Lucy." And I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah, great. That's you know, yeah, yeah, cool." Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. when it when it happened, there was it, just this little uh, part of me that was like, "Isn't that interesting?" Oh, man. Like every every late night driving to work, um, yeah, yeah, at yeah. The, the cinema where I used to work, yeah. You know, like going back and forth from there and home and Did Lucy let you
0: down on occasion
2: or was pretty reliable?
1: No,
0: really reliable. Liable. See, yeah. that's part of it. It was yeah. a dependable friend.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How lucky are these kids James growing up with fuel injection. Yeah, I suppose so. But <laughs> I mean, things that move, things that get you from A to B, you do become emotionally attached
0: and they do have mm. a personality. So, uh, it's well, interesting it becomes, that you felt that. Yeah.
1: Well, it, when it's when it's part of your every day yeah. and it's also too, it's um it was the, one of the first uh well, it was the car that I was driving when I got my P's. Right. So it was, yeah. And, and that's a big deal. Yeah. And beforehand, yeah. I remember thinking, you know, like family members talking about like, no, it'll be great once you, you know, that's it, your independence. It's this, it's that. And you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. And then once you experience that, you're like, oh, oh,
0: no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I, good. I that's a good, that's a terrific story. That's really good. Now, okay. We've each come up with our buyer's remorse stories. We'd love to hear yours. And we're going to, I think we've reached the finish line at that point. Um, thank you, Mal. Thank you, James. Thank you, Mr. Pritchard. Thank you for having me. Thanks to our studio producer, Barbara. Look, he's cruel but fair. Um, And our generous sponsor, the Winton Motor Company, maker of the famously fast and dangerous Winton Turbo. And brown. It's very brown. It's very brown. Well, it was one of the most popular colours, as I understand it. Mm. Even inside the engine bay, the turbo was was always that sort of chocolate. Mission brown Mm. became popular in the 70s. I
1: Uh, thought it was um, Sequoia Wood.
0: Oh, that Potato, was a special potatoes. model. That yeah. was the that was right. the LE. Yeah. Sure. yeah, that the was the LA that was the, <laughs> winter, the <laughs> player and the pin the Winston uh, Turbo RS cost extra. Yeah, the polycast yeah. wheels. Uh, and look and thank you for listening. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show or anything else that's on your mind. Search for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram, and use the hashtag CG Podcast. Remember to subscribe and please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps spread the hopefully good word on the podcast. I hope you can join us next week. Until then, remember, whoever said money can't buy you love bought the wrong car.